Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you are having an amazing day, an amazing week, amazing time of day whenever it is you're listening to this. Is it the morning? Are we like just starting the day together today or are you listening mid-afternoon like whilst you're running errands, having your lunch break? Like what... What are you doing right now? I hope you're doing well, whatever it is that you're getting up to. And I just want us to take a little second just to check in with ourselves, make sure we're doing okay. Have like a big intentional deep breath in and then breathe it out and let's get on into it. I don't know. I'm really, I feel really strange this week and I don't, I don't know why that is, whether it's I've got back from my holiday and it's a bit of like post-holiday blues, who knows, you know, like when you come back from holiday, you're getting into real life again, sometimes it's a bit hard and I haven't felt that, but maybe there's like a subconscious part of me that feels that a little bit, you know, because it's like, it's hard when you go away, you have a nice time, you then come back, you're back to like everyday life and it's like a weird adjustment you know, when you come home from a holiday, you're getting back into your routine, you're having to remember everything that you've needed to be getting done, like all the stuff you've got to do, all the plans you've made, like everything just falls back into place, actually quite quickly. But then I feel like sometimes it mentally takes us a second to like adapt to the fact that we're not on a holiday anymore, because I literally spent a week doing absolutely nothing. And now I'm back (laughs) and had a great time. But it's like it's really weird to just like adapt to being home so obviously I'm back from my holiday now back into reality I've got about a month until I go away again so I've got like enough time to sort of try and sort things out obviously I've got my grade back I've been officially accepted onto my master's course which is super exciting I'm like I can't wait so that starts in September but Obviously, in the meantime, I need to think. You've got, there's loads of stuff that like suddenly you need to do. And I know we spoke about it last week, but I'm actually applying for jobs now, trying to figure out what my next steps are going to be in that sort of a sense. Obviously, I've got the masters lined up, but I need a way to fund the masters. So obviously, you've got to think of that sort of side of things, which I mean, if finances are never the fun side of stuff, right? Like, it's not fun knowing that sometimes you have to work. But I am realising that I I have to work. 
And so I've kind of just got to accept that and like start applying for things. Even though I have this like really weird thing where I I think I'm like deeply scared of rejection when it comes to like applying for jobs because I I mean sometimes I'll apply for jobs and I won't care most of the time you don't even hear back right so you like apply for a bunch of jobs you don't hear back sometimes you hear back and get rejected and there are times when I can go through that and be absolutely fine then there's other times where I just can't stand the idea of somebody looking at my CV and being like no you're not good enough because no, I am good enough. I mean, maybe sometimes I'm underqualified to do the roles that I apply for. Okay, fair enough. But also, I'm great. Hire me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. My ego just cannot take it. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I mean, it's probably an anxiety sort of thing. And I overthink it quite a lot when it comes to applications for any job. And I try not to get my hopes up now when applying for work because that's like the hardest thing. As a recent graduate, getting a job, applying for so many jobs, hearing no so many times, like it's not it's not a fun part of it. And I think it's a part that kind of gets downplayed sometimes because, I mean, for a lot of people, and I think it's absolutely great, walk into the exact job that they know they want to do. I'm in this like weird thing where I'm I'm working towards the job that I want but I, right now I'm not qualified to do it. So it's like trying to find a job that I'm going to enjoy doing and I'm actually going to want to do every single day, but also is going to be like the right fit in my life. And and then you apply for a job that you think is going to be the perfect fit and you never hear back. And it's just like, it's such a never ending cycle, which is not fun. And I feel like sometimes it's easy to spiral when it comes to that, but I am trying not to do that and I'm just applying and I'm just seeing and I'm like not not getting too excited about things but only applying for the jobs that I could actually genuinely see myself doing rather than just applying for everything and hoping for the best I am actually trying to assess my options but I don't know it's a weird one applying for jobs I feel like it's just strange and maybe that's why I'm feeling like a bit in, in a weird headspace because you're sort of writing about yourself and trying to sell yourself but you're always I don't know like you're trying to put the best version of yourself out there right and then that takes a lot of energy to do and I don't know I'm finding I'm so tired which is weird whenever I get back from a holiday I am exhausted for a little bit and that is I've been oversleeping like literally every day this week and so to be honest it's probably just not been my week and that's okay. We're all going to have weeks like that. And I think the best thing to do is just to own it. I have my self-care moments this week just to sort of let myself just like adapt, you know, to being home, to being back in a routine, to not feeling 100% myself. Sometimes you need to give yourself then that little bit of self-care to actually have a second you know um so yeah I'm, I mean I'm grateful I can do that but I am also trying to trying to do a lot of things but in good news because I do have good news as well I have managed to secure myself tickets to go and see Taylor Swift and boy am I excited I actually cannot wait I'm going to see her in Liverpool on one of her June dates I'm pretty sure so if you're also going to a Liverpool one obviously I'm actually not from anywhere near Liverpool so we're gonna be traveling up um it was it was the tickets we could get all right and let's be real when it comes to Taylor Swift I 
just needed to see her. So, <laughs> so I'm going to Liverpool um, next June. Can't wait. I am so excited. But yeah, if you are also going to one of the June dates in Liverpool, message me on Instagram because I'd like love to have a little chat about it. What are we all going to be wearing when we go to see Taylor Swift? I don't know. I know it's been hard to get tickets. Don't get me wrong. I applied to be on the wait list for London and never, never got even close to it. But luckily my dad had a registered for the Liverpool, which I should have thought about actually not just going for ones in London because I feel like you know they're going to sell out a lot faster. So it actually makes logical sense to go for other cities that weren't London. But luckily my dad did. So we managed to get some Liverpool tickets and I I cannot wait. Obviously it's next year, so I'm trying not to get like too excited about it, but I'm really excited about it. And I can't even contain my excitement. When he told me, I, I was just over the moon. I didn't cry, which I thought I might cry, not gonna lie to you. I've loved Taylor Swift since I was like 10 years old, you know, like on it, when she started out her like country era, I love a bit of country music. I don't know if I ever admitted that, but that's actually my genre of music that I listen to is country. And so obviously like old style Taylor Swift fits into that so well. And I have grown up loving her. Her new music I think is great. I feel like she's just someone who her music is always good. I've never heard a Taylor Swift song and thought that is absolute rubbish. So I am just so excited to go and see her live. I'm hoping I'm in like a seat where we can literally make eye contact because if, oh, if Taylor Swift looks at me, I don't even know how I will react. I will be so overcome with emotion. <laughs> I know I have like this deep love for Taylor Swift. So I'm incredibly excited for that one. And also it's my birthday next week. So I'm somebody who I like to basically think of July as my birth month. Like I get excited for my birthday all month, but I've been so busy doing things and focusing on applying for jobs and waiting to hear back from uni, going on holiday, doing a bunch of fun stuff. But I've kind of forgotten that my birthday is coming up and it's literally next Saturday. So as you're listening to this, it will be the Saturday coming will be my birthday. And I'm going to be turning 23. And I I don't want to turn 23, but also I am excited for my birthday. So it's like a weird, it's a weird combination. And I feel like next week, we are probably going to have like a whole episode dedicated to the fact that it is my birthday. So just prepare yourself for that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And do you know what? I've loved being 22. But I feel like maybe it's my time to turn 23, step into a new year. I like to see the year's kind of being like new chapters in your life like if I was writing a book like each year could kind of have its own chapter right now like do you know what I mean so I'm one door closes another door opens that's kind of the way I like to look at my birthday and so I'm getting to that point hitting 23 like a lot of things are going to happen during my 23rd year on the planet or would it be my 24th year on the planet I never quite know how that works but Anyway, I'm turning 23 and I'm going to be starting a master's in September, hopefully going to be getting a new job. Like I feel this new version of myself coming out and I have been thinking lately about glow ups and stuff like that because I think, and I don't think you ever know when you're going through a glow up, I think I'm having a glow up 
at the minute. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to like put it out there too much and it doesn't actually happen, but I feel like I'm becoming a much better version of myself on the inside. And I can't wait just to see what even the next like few weeks have in store let alone the next like year the next few years I don't know I'm getting really excited about the future and I think that's a good way to look at graduating uni rather than being too stressed about trying to find a job I am really trying to flip it on its head and be like actually the world's your oyster in terms of opportunities and I might get rejected from a million jobs but the world is still my oyster. (laughs) I'm still going to like try to make the most out of it wherever I can because I mean it is exciting having this opportunity now to sort of like carve out a career for yourself. I mean it's also terrifying but it is exciting. It is exciting. So let's go to a break and then we are going to be talking about dating in your 20s. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So obviously, as you will know if you've been following me for a while, at the beginning of the year, I became a single Pringle. And I feel like I've learned a lot just through being in a long-term relationship, being single, meeting people, and like just the way the way that my dating life has gone the past year has changed my like thought process on dating massively like when I tell you when I was like fresh 18 I mean I was in a relationship at fresh 18 so let's go back maybe a little bit before when I got in a relationship with my ex I feel like I didn't really have a checklist for what I wanted in a person I was quite open just to seeing like who I liked whatever happened what sort of opportunity like relationship wise fell into my lap and I kind of jumped into that quite quick because I didn't know my likes and dislikes I didn't know what I wanted in a person versus what I didn't want in a person and I feel like your 20s is the time to figure that out right we're young we don't have to jump into any commitments we don't want to jump into and we can explore our options and explore our likes and dislikes and it actually takes putting yourself out there I feel like to get to know your likes and dislikes like if you don't go on a date with someone how are you going to know their good qualities their bad qualities right sometimes it is literally a case of just putting yourself out there whether that is dating online 
whether that is trying to meet people in person and putting yourself in a situation where you could meet somebody in person sort of depends on your preference for me online dating has never been I've never been like something I've thought about doing overly and I don't I don't know why that is because it works for so many people and so I'm not sure why I've always been like oh I can't do it I feel like for me it's the thought of having to put together a dating profile for myself I I couldn't I don't think I could do that I wouldn't know what to say I would probably say all the wrong things what pictures do you choose for yourself like honestly I don't know how some people put together dating profiles like I've helped my friends in the past with it and we've come up with some really good ones but when it comes to me I oh no I just cringe at the thought of making a dating profile for myself like no I could never but putting myself out there in real life has been the way for me that I've found dating could can kind of work right like I will actually make an effort to talk to people you know like if I think somebody is attractive I would go up to them and say hi I maybe wouldn't say I think you're attractive because I I'm introverted like it's taken a lot to even say hello to people in the past but do you know what I mean I feel like it's exploring your options, putting yourself out there and actually having fun with the idea of dating. Like I really enjoyed the first like few dates with somebody you actually really like where you do like a super fun activity. Like I went on a second date with someone and we went bowling and it was great because you you release like a different side of yourself and you see a different side in other people, right? So I feel like having fun with dates is such a good way to go. Like rather than being super serious and like having, I don't know, well, actually no, because I've done dinner dates as well and they have also been fine. But do you know what I mean? Like rather than doing a super serious sort of date, I feel like fun ones for me are definitely the way to go. But I, yeah, used to find that I just wasn't very picky. Whereas actually now, my values, I need to be aligned to somebody who I'm gonna like be with. Because when you're dating, you do think about it being forever, right? You never go, well, I don't know about you, me personally, I wouldn't go out with somebody if I didn't think it could lead to something, right and to find out what I'm picky about you have to talk to people you have to put yourself out there and I do feel like though the main main thing because you can have fun on all of these dates you can do online dating you can meet people in person you can do like all these different things throughout your 20s and I think that's absolutely great however if you're not also thinking about appreciating being in your own company what's the point in you dating you I mean as RuPaul says how are you what is it how are you gonna love somebody else if you can't love yourself something like that let's take that on board because it's true like if you can't appreciate being by yourself if you can't appreciate being in your own company being alone and sometimes actually fully accepting the fact that you're single then how are you going to meet someone and it's actually going to work long term? Because if you're constantly just searching for a relationship, I feel like there's then something that's a part of you that you're not happy with yourself on your own. And for me, it's been easier to meet someone who I actually like can see a future with when I got to the point where I could stand being by myself 
like I love being alone sometimes like I, it sounds like quite I mean I am introverted but I like my alone time where I watch a tv show like on my own I have a bath on my own a shower like do you know what I mean like taking like self-care time and just being happy being on my own because you can't rely on other people for your happiness ever I know I've said that before and I will say it again you really can't rely on anybody else for anything everything has to come from within you you can't expect things of people you can't wish people would do certain things because that's not going to happen you have to do those things for yourself and be happy in your own company and that's then the only way you can meet someone who I feel like you can really have a healthy relationship with and it can move forward in like a healthy capacity and that's sort of how I've started viewing datings and I do feel like being in your 20s is a great time to explore life in general even if you're earlier than 20s like in your 30s in your 40s whatever life is all about exploring and it's about doing the fun things and whether you're doing that on your own or with somebody else actually shouldn't really matter like if you're bringing a relationship into your life especially when you're young I want you to actually bring that relationship in because it adds value to your life not just because you're relying on somebody else to make you feel more complete or make you feel more happy and I will be the first to admit I know in my previous relationships I have relied I want to say almost a hundred percent on the other person to make me feel happy to make me feel confident within myself to make me feel like just positive energy right but you can't rely on other people like that and I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned and then to be able to apply loving yourself and apply liking being on your own to going into other relationships or going on dates with people meeting new people you're then going to be a lot more open and also a lot more picky like it's a weird combination because obviously if you're wanting to date in your 20s then you are at a point where like you want something you want that addition to your life or you just want to go on a date and have fun like you do you but I want us to be open to the idea of dating people and exploring things, but also be picky in terms of not just jumping into relationships with anybody just for the sake of being in a relationship. Because that's not what your 20s is about. We don't want to be wasting our time with people who aren't serving us, right? We don't want to be wasting our valuable time on someone who actually is not going to be your long term. And it sounds harsh to say, but it's actually true. We have limited time in this life, right? Why would you want to waste that on somebody who you don't particularly enjoy being around all the time, you know? Like, if there's qualities you don't like in a person, that's a red flag, right? We need to know what our red flags are in somebody else and then actually take that on board. Because a lot of the time when you're, like, first talking to somebody, first getting to know somebody, do you ever find you'll see a red flag you'll put on those like rose tinted glasses and you will ignore those red flags like no one's business. Let me be the first to tell you that is going to come back, it's going to bite you in the bum and you're going to regret that you didn't take that on board initially. It's going to happen. It just, it is what it is and I feel like that happens in everybody. I'm sure I've got a ton of red flags that people 
should be aware of right and we all do have our qualities but it's finding that person that you gel with well enough that it works and you can't do that without being a bit pickier in who you get in a relationship with like let's be open to exploring our interests but also let's be picky about who we go that like extra step further with and get into relationships with and go down that lines because we're young like we're young you know there's plenty of time ahead of us but also limited time ahead of us right like it's it's a weird like juxtaposition to talk about but it's true and so you want to make the most of that being as happy as you possibly can and so for me my number one like dating thing that I've just learned this past year and just throughout my 20s and throughout as I'm growing up is being more happy in myself and being more confident in myself and fulfilling myself before allowing like an additional person into my life right does that make sense because then they are adding to your life they're not you're not relying on them for anything you rely on yourself for your own happiness your own confidence your own positive energy and then somebody should just add on to that right but they shouldn't be the whole like you shouldn't rely on them constantly and I don't know if you've been needing to hear that but I know I have gone through so many periods so far growing up where I needed to hear that right like I needed somebody to tell me that actually you need to be happy on your own before you can start a relationship that is going to fulfill you in the long term and like actually be what's good for you right otherwise we just end up in this like roundabout cycle of chasing something that doesn't exist like happiness comes from within and that is the dating tip that I have I've just this past year has been like the main thing really that I have learned. So that's kind of my take on dating in your 20s. I know we all have very different opinions and it kind of depends where you're at in terms of dating as well as to how you view dating throughout life in general, but especially like when we're younger. But that's kind of how I've been seeing things lately. And yeah, because we want to have a fun life, you know, and we want to have fun growing up. So let's, whether you're doing that with someone or on your own, I hope you are living your best life. So let's go to another break and then we have our listener dilemma of the week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
So this week's listener dilemma is actually kind of dating focused. Weirdly enough, I feel like this has suddenly become a very themed episode. So let's get on into it. So I have been seeing this guy for two months. We have gone on dates pretty frequently. So getting to know each other has happened rather quick. But last night we were out on a drinks date and he confessed his undying love for me and that it was love at first sight for him. One part of me thinks this is cute and it's nice to be appreciated. However, there's this other side of me which thinks that this is just way too fast and weird to admit this early into us getting to know each other. Am I overthinking it or is this actually weird? I actually don't know how I would handle this kind of situation because two months in, I mean, it's kind of early. It does depend though on your situation because as you said, you've been seeing each other very frequently. And I feel like sometimes that then means that even though it's technically only been two months, if you've been seeing each other that regularly, you're actually getting to know each other a lot quicker than say you'd own you'd been getting to know each other for six months, but you'd only seen each other once a month rather than now you've seen seen each other more frequently. Do you know what I mean? It kind of depends on your timeline as to how fast this actually is. But obviously, on paper, this is quite a quick turnaround to confess his undying love. Like I I get like a little accidental like love you and then you're kind of like, oh, oh, was that a little bit too soon? But confessing his undying love, saying this is love at first sight, this is like a speech. This is not just like a little accidental love you thrown in at the end of a sentence. Do you know what I mean? Like this is a bit of a step up and this maybe is something that he's been thinking about and... I completely get where you're coming from, right? Because on one hand, I think this is absolutely cute. And if it was happening maybe at a different point in the relationship, I think that's like absolutely amazing. And I think, oh, like great. I see a long future for you guys. But now, now your questioning in it is making me think maybe was it too soon for you for him to be confessing this love that he has for you? Because it is cute. It's nice to be appreciated. But if you're thinking it's weird, then maybe was it a little bit weird but also if you're having a drinks date he was a little bit drunk then I feel like could we kind of allow it I don't know because sometimes when you're drunk you just say a bunch of gibberish and do you actually mean it I'm not sure but then other people say you tell the truth when you're drunk so it's kind of a hard one to navigate and I don't really know what to tell you here I'm going to be honest I don't know if it is slightly too soon whether if you like this guy a lot, and I'm not saying you have to love him because you never have to love someone at the same time that they say I love you to you, like that that's just doesn't happen half of the time anyway. But if you do actually have feelings for him and you like him, you could see this going further. Maybe we need to have a sober conversation about what was said. And I mean, it's going to be awkward. It's not going to be an easy chat, but maybe it is a chat that needs to be had just to say look, you said this, because he, I mean, there's a chance he might not remember it, but also if he wasn't that drunk, then he could remember it. He might be feeling really awkward. And sometimes it's easier just to, you know, talk about the elephant in the room rather than trying to hide it in the corner. Like it might be a better idea just to talk about it. And then if you can laugh it off and move on, great. 
If you're thinking you also have feelings like this for him, great. But if you're thinking, no, this is too weird, I don't know if I can carry on, then I get that as well. So I feel like there's no right or wrong way to go about this situation. It's kind of assessing what is your deep like gut reaction to this sort of like confession because this is yeah this isn't just like a tiny confession of something this is actually like quite a a major thing like the love at first sight thing great I personally don't believe in it but if he thinks he was love at first sight for you that's actually really quite cute and I feel like if you were together in the long term say you're like I mean I'm jumping ahead now but say you're getting like married or something then it's a cute thing to talk about and it's a moment you can laugh at but also is it too weird that you can't carry on right you're two months in it's really a case of figuring out where's your head at in this and actually where is his head at because if he was drunk then that does you kind of have to take that into the equation as well that maybe a sober chat needs to be had about where you guys are at where it's going I feel like two months is super early to be having that chat but after a confession like this maybe that's where I would go with it I I don't know see if you think you could laugh it off because if you can't laugh it off then maybe it's like something that actually needs to be sort of spoken about a little bit I don't know this is like this is a very two-sided thing because I'm with you with one side of me thinks it's really cute the other side of me is like oh all cringing a little bit like is it too much I don't know only you could really answer that question and I'm so sorry I could not be more helpful I would want the ground to eat me up in that moment probably so I can't help you out too much but yeah maybe a sober chat is where this needs to go I always feel like I end up saying oh I'd have a conversation with them but that's actually in most of our scenarios that's what I like tend to do is just ask them because if you don't talk about it you're both gonna sort of fester and overthink it and so sometimes getting it out is just like the easiest thing but I wish you the absolute best of luck in this situation and I hope everything works out for you however you need it to work out right like whether we do think it's weird whether we do think it's cute that's what you have to figure out I feel like is the first step is where how are you actually feeling about that deep confession that he made so that has been all from me in today's show I hope you have enjoyed listening to another episode of somewhat grown up with me Gemma Miller I am now gonna go and make a burrito for dinner and I'm really excited about it I've never had a burrito before so I'm actually looking forward to it we shall see how it goes who knows I might really mess it up but I'm trying to get a little bit better at cooking lately right so burritos is the way today I did tacos the other day it's a very Mexican themed week of food but I love tacos so I'm feeling like I'm gonna love a burrito who knows gonna go give it a chance but I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I shall catch up with you in next week's episode bye
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.